0: Okay, welcome everyone. We are in Yemim Naroyim Awesome days. Awesome is a good word because when a when a kid jumps onto a uh, onto a new sports bike that he just got and he goes around the block so yeah wow that was awesome right um, these are not days of being scared these are not days of fear these are days of awesomeness you but awesome of course also connotes that he was aware that this was going very fast and it's a good thing he was wearing a helmet because it's not so... Not so posh, this is something completely on a different level of power, speed, and importance than what we're used to. We're used to walking around, uh, be behaving like a regular person. These are these are your these are awesome days. And everyone's being is, is mechapis, everyone's searching, what can I do? How can I. Zoha in these days, what's the tshuva that, that I can do, where is going to be the biggest bang for the buck? Someone was telling me, listen, what, I mean, a person supposed to go literally through day by day, every action they've done over the course of last year, it's, uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not timed, it's not, it's not possible. Now, certainly, some of us have, indeed, certain particular areas that we need to do particular tshuva on. A person has a problem with, or not even a problem, most people probably have an issue with Lashon Hara, that's an area that needs chizik, Is an area that needs serious chizik. Bittal Torah is an area that needs serious chizik, we all understand that, and uh Every person has to know himself if there's any particular areas that he needs to do tshuva in. To come back, to come back, to reconnect. Well, I want to propose tonight that there's a particular area, a very powerful area, a very high-yield area, something that we can work on that will be literally transformative. And not Nearly as difficult as it would seem to be Zocha in the din that we're currently going through. <coughs> Rosh Hashanah says, <coughs> <coughs> Three sfarim are open on Rosh Hashanah. <coughs> One is of Tzadikim, one is of Rishoyim, one is of Beinanim. The Tzadikim are immediately written for life. The Rishoyim are immediately written for death. And the Beinanim are suspended, they're waiting. They're not one way or the other. They're in suspense. Toluyim ve'omdim. Mirosh ad Yom If they merit, then they're written for life. Lo zohu nukhtavim if not, then they're written in for Misa. And we said before already that the Chaim and the Misa is not necessarily Chaim in, in as far as if the person have a pulse, if the person is going to be physically alive, and Misa does not necessarily mean if he's going to be buried six feet under, although it, can, it may mean that. Like we know, the Gemora in Brocha says that Mafilu Chaim. So, the, the true Chaim means to be connected to Hashem, and the and to be disconnected from Hashem means means to means to be dead. And that's what's being determined right now, the level of connection that we're going to have in the next year, as we've spoken about in the past the point that we want to focus on is these three sfarim, and specifically the Sefer of in them. So first of all, look at the Rashi and the Spath. Rashi tells us, what are these Shloshah sfarim, what are these three books that are opened? Sifrei Zikaron Shalmise Abrius. These are books of remembrance, of record, of, of, the, of the Maisebrius, of, of of what people have done over the course of the year. So inside these three books, says Rashi, is written in the actions that were done. And the, the Meiri... In, uh, in his Hebrew word tshuva, says a very similar thing. Now the Orch on there is matmiya, and he says, I don't, I don't understand. If you're telling me that these are, that these are books where are the actions of people are written down, there should only be one book where the actions of people are written in. Why is there three separate books? And even if you want to tell me that there's, one, that, that there's one book where you write in righteous actions, there's another book that you write in evil actions. Hashem keeps two separate books. He writes, for this part, he writes, one day the did a mitzvah, that goes into the one book. The next day he did an avera, that goes into the other book. He says, but, what would be, but what's to say for them? What, what, what's the point of Kibir? And, and he, he ate cereal that one morning, and then he brushed his teeth, and combed his hair. <laughs> yeah, that's not a very noteworthy event, seemingly. So the Rechon there, because of that, rejects the explanation of Rashi, and says, no, 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 these are three empty books that are, put up, that are opened up. Three empty books, and into them is written the person's name, and if he's getting life or death. That's what this means. Ah, he says, there's a mission in Perkei Av, all of your actions are, are written in, in a book. Yeah, that's there's one big book out there, there's a book of records, where people's actions are entered. But this is not what we're talking about over here, not like Rashi, we're talking about over here, three books where, People's names and whether they're written in for life or, or, or not is written. First of all, Lachayer, this oracle in there is, is very difficult to understand. The the Gemara is telling us, okay, so the so tzaddikim are written in for life. So I got it. In the book of the tzaddikim, you have you have the tzaddik's name and written in for life, and a lot of entries, Hopefully, a lot of entries in the book of Sadiqim. And in the book of Rishoyim, you have the Rishoyim being written in. The Bain and them are not written in, they're Tluim va'omdim from Rosham Tzolim Kippur. Right? And afterwards, if there's Zolcha, and they're written in Fakayim. Seemingly, that would mean, if you get the Orach there, is there written in, in the book of life with the tzaddikim. And if they're not Zoha, then they're written for Movis, that's in the book of Rishoyim. But if that's the case, then the book of the Bainanim is being left empty. There's this fake book, it's a prop. It never actually gets used. No one actually gets written into it. So, uh, number one. Number two, of course... Rashi, eerie, understood not like that. Let's try to understand the Rashi. So the morale is pure And the very on that very Mishnah, Dashoma Sakhan the Tavan Basaifer says the morale that a person has to understand that our actions are imprinted into the fabric of reality. That when a person does something, that changes the world. Every action that we do, it changes the world. And that's that's the safer, that's the safer that's being written. Same safer that Moshe Rabbeinu says, if you won't forgive Klaus, also Macheni misifrachas, erase me from your book. Right. So it means from reality. It means we're we we We're making entries every time we do an action. We're making entries into the fabric of reality. And says the Maral, this is what the Mishnah Perkiavus means, this, uh, this is what the Gemara Roshah says, the three Sphorim that are in the, Kto, in the Ptochem, and why is there three Sphorim? Because there's different actions. It's not the same, an action of a tzaddik, to the action of a Roshah, to the action of a Benoni. These are three different, qualitatively different actions that are happening, and therefore each one deserves its own safer. He doesn't elaborate further exactly what that is. I mean, obviously, we can all understand what imprint a, a righteous deed will have into the fabric of reality. A person does, does a big mitzvah or even a small mitzvah. That changes the world. It changes the, 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 the mm-hmm. heavenly you know, the heavenly legions and, the, and everything that happens up there gets moved when we do a mitzvah. And so too, Rahman al-Aslan... If a person doesn't have vayra, things are broken. The spiritual realms are broken as a result of our actions. A man is the netishahaim, the Der Hashem. All compare that there's a, the equivalent of of a, of a of a chain coming from all the way from high up all the way down here, and every time we do something, it's like we're pulling on the chain and we're making we're causing changes up there. The question is what are these what what is this sefer bainonim? What are these actions that are that are happening that are that are Benuni actions? And why are these actions not written in for Chaim or for Movis? They're, they're kinda they're suspended. And then at the end of the Cersei Michuva, if nothing has happened, if if the person was not Zocha, the person didn't do something to be Zocha. If nothing has happened, then he's written in the Mavis. That's a question. but before I she ask, us well, just leave it or draw then? You know, if, if it's just kind of like a it's a toss-up, not sure which way to go. so so why should, so why should it fall to, to Misa unless unless he's Zocha? So, we, we spoke about this towards the end of Rosh Hashanah. We spoke about the concept that there's different, just like Tzadikim, Zoha Tualim Abba, there's another group of people that can be Zoha who can come in on their coattails. They can be thoughtful to the Tzadikim. They're, they're not from the Tzadikim, but they're secondary to the tzaddikin. As Der Hashem says, Chayret says that how can simple people merit an olam Abba? So the there gives three archetypal examples of either marrying off one's daughter to a to a or doing prakmatia in partnership with a talmud chacham, or actually financially helping him, uh, being Nenem being in Nechosev. So, b- b- by by joining up, by connecting, by somehow taking one's physical involvement in Olam Hazeera and dedicating it, and connecting it to a lofty Avodos Hashem, that can help a person to earn a place in Olam And that's on a on grand scale. It's about a person who his whole life is involvement in Gashmi, the, the, the language for a person who's completely involved in physicality is, is called an Amha Arts, a person of the land. A person who is involved in the physical world. So, so, and the Gemara is telling us that that person who's involved in the physical world can be Zolcha, in all of Abba, through taking his physicality and, and, and using it as, as, a, as a foundation, as a, as a basis, as a support. For spiritual activities. He's going to be the one to, to hold up, to support the Talmud Chachem in, in, in one of these three fundamental ways. And obviously, these are just um, archetypal examples of, uh, of, of what can be done, but there's going to be many other ways. But says the Der Hashem, not only that, but the truth is that not between not only between the life of a person who is an Amharat and the life of a person with the Talmud Chacham, but even in our own lives, even in our own lives, every action that we do, first of all, can be d- divided right away. Is it a mitzvah from the Torah or from the Chacham? Is, is it an actual technical mitzvah or not? If it's a technical mitzvah, okay, that's that's connecting upstairs. If it's not, then, in its involvement, then it means it's involvement in the physical world. That's where we live. We live in physicality, we eat, we sleep. We work. <coughs> we spend most of our, most of our day doing that, and that is a state, essentially, says the Derech Hashem, of being disconnected. Person is not connected to 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 to, to of Hashem at that moment. Person is eating. A person is working. Person is exercising. He's disconnected from Hashem. But says the Derech Hashem, if a person needs this action to serve Hashem, and the action is a permissible action, then it becomes a mitzvah no different than, the, than a mitzvah from the Torah. However, that's with a very important caveat, that a person has the kavana that this should be towards the Volus Hashem. And so what we see is the same exact thing, that this physical action, this equivalent in the world of actions, this is like the Am HaArts, Just like in people, you have the Amar as a person who is almost exclusively involved in physicality. He can become a support for the Talmud Chacham. And that also then becomes a mitzvah. So too in our day-to-day lives, the action of eating breakfast, or the action of exercising, or the action of going to work, can become a support for my Mitzvahs for my avodas Hashem, and by doing that, it all by do, if it's done for that intent, it also becomes a mitzvah. It also becomes Shaykh to all of Becomes a mitzvah. So now. We've said that there's these three sfarim. Rashi told us there's three sfarim where the people's actions are entered into. Person did a mitzvah. That's written in to the Sefer of Tadiki, that's That's written into the book where there's a connection. There's going to be a chaim. There's going to be life from those actions. Person did Chazal Shalom That's a disconnected action. The only way to you can deal with that is by doing tshuva. It's a very important thing to do tshuva on that action. But then if we introspect on our days, on our lives, we discover that many, many, many of our actions, perhaps ours, maybe the majority, maybe the overwhelming majority of our day is entered into the book of the Beninim. What, what we think as being part of actions, I'm not doing a avera, I'm also not doing a mitzvah just brushing my teeth, I'm just eating breakfast, just exercising. But what it means is, we said, that at that moment, a person is disconnected from Hashem. And so if it stays that way, says the same for Likudim and Marim, that falls to Sitra Akhra. That's, Sitra Akhra, is a term the Hazal use, for the Yitzhara, for for the, that which is bad, Sitra literally means the other side, the side which is not Hashem. Anything that's not towards Hashem is a Sitra Akra. So that's where it is. That's where it's connected to right now. But if a but if a person can manage to reconnect it, if a person can manage to come back from that state and rededicate this towards Hashem, then unlike An Aveira, where if a person, let's say, ate non-kosher food. So you can't just simply, just turn that back and say, okay, this is now going to be for Hashem. It doesn't work. It's an Aveira, it can't become a mitzvah, unless you do tshuvan. Mashiach, these maisim benanim, these parva actions, although it's in a state of being disconnected from Hashem, but it can easily be reconnected to Hashem. Now, it's it's not going to be the same as if at the time when you were doing the action, you had realized that this is necessary for my Vod Hashem. And had done it with that intention, because then it would have been a mitzvah. That would have been in the Sefer of Tzadikim. Right now, it's in the Sefer of Beninim. But it's still possible to be Zoha in it. It's still possible to reconnect it. And that's, by the way, why the Himorah the Gemara in the three it says, "Where? How do we know about these three sfarm? How do we know there's such a thing as these three sfarm?" So the Gemara learns it out of a pasuk. Yimhu tupsukim really. Yimhu misayfer chaim ve'im tzadikim al as Dovadambalov says, they're about his enemies. Let them be erased from the book of life, and with tzaddikim, let them not be written in. So the like, breaks it up. Sefer Haim, that's for the book of tzaddikim. And in tzaddikim, together with the tzaddikim, that's the Sefer Bainanim. Sefer Bainanim is that which gets connected, it gets schlepped along with it's connected to the tzaddikim, it's shy to the tzaddikim. Because at the end of the day, what? it was something that was necessary towards my Vodos Hashem. This person ate breakfast, now he didn't do it with the intention that it should be a mitzvah, but Lamaisa now he has strength. And so then he runs to do a mitzvah, and he uses that strength to do a mitzvah, and he does tshuva on the fact that at that moment he turned away. Not tshuva in the same sense that we said before, where a person has to do all the processes of harata and kabbalah asid, but the point is, he, he just he becomes now a different person. Where from now on, this this is what he's going to do. You don't have to have harata on it. You don't have to regret. You don't have to undo something. It, it, it wasn't an evil action that needs to be undone. But it has to, but, but it has to be that I'm going to I'm going to use this now for avodas Hashem that's that's to be Zochan and That reconnects the 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 to become imatsadikim and that's that's the perhaps the most powerful thing we can do of course we have to work on particular Rift in a particular weakness that we have in something, or tremendous opportunity and growth that we have on something. No question about it, but the lion's share of many people's day is filled with my Sabane them. And to a certain extent, it would seem that this is even the particular Voda of our generation. The the Ramchal writes that the Avoda, the the primary task of the Doros or Rishonim, was in the world of mysa in the world of actions. The, Rishon, uh, the Rishonim had tremendous challenges. They had the uh, they had Nisionos, They had the Crusades. They had the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, Day to day life was very difficult to, to be a yid. You want to keep kashas? It's not so simple to keep kashas. You might have to go, you know, depending where you are, you might not be able to get kosher meat. Maybe, maybe for months at a time, maybe, maybe for a whole year. Maybe, maybe, maybe you get a chicken for for, for for Pesach, maybe you get a chicken. Yeah. People had real nishyomos. Are you going to keep the mitzvahs or not? So, there, the, the challenge was and, and in the realm of am I going to do it or not? When a person lives in luxury, a person has everything, a person doesn't have to fight, person doesn't have to, doesn't have to decide am I going to give up my job so I can keep Shabbos or not? Right? Am I going to eat beans out of a jar for the next six months? So that I can keep cautious. Those are not our challenges. What's our challenge? So the pasuk says, I "Mean when you have rov kol, when you have an abundance of everything, it's not a big kunz to keep cautious and keep shy Why wouldn't you? I mean, just if you're like a a little bit of a cautious person, like you want to play it safe, right? It's not such a big. I mean, you pay extra twenty percent on your grocery bills to keep to keep it's Not not such a big thing to to do, right? Uh, hey, oh the boy it'll be much nicer. Well, why not, right? So when you have an abundance, the challenge is not to keep the mitzvahs. When you live in the and this already began in the days of the Ramchal, that. People were living very prosperous lives. It wasn't a matter of, you know, freezing to o- almost becoming an icicle on Shabbos, but not but not turning on the oven, not turning on the, the, the heat. That, that, that wasn't the challenge. You can hire a guy, you can't come in, you'll, turn, you'll in a, in a in a freezing cold situation. We don't even have those words. We have machines that turn on automatically, keeps it perfect for us. So then the challenge is, are you going to serve Hashem with simcha? So number one, is it has to be a avodas Hashem. Means in all these things that you're doing, the achilo that you're eating, the rest that you're having, the sleep, we sleep in wonderful beds. Yeah? But it's a maise beneni, chaval, why don't you serve Hashem? Why don't you do the same exact thing of going to sleep but just serve Hashem when you're doing it? Be this is a mitzvah to go. You go to sleep so you have strength to serve Hashem tomorrow. Now, of course, if a person is sleeping ten hours a day, then it's it's a hard sell to make that you're doing this for Hashem. But I'm talking to talking to you. I'm talking to the people that I know that w- you are not people who indulge. In lust of you know, I don't know, spending tremendous amounts of money on on, on physical pleasures, or on really fancy you know cars and um, jewelry and and whatever else it may be. Most guys around here, I talk to the guys. It doesn't seems like I'm getting more sleep than mo- the most of you. Yeah, because because you're all pushing yourself so hard. So if you're pushing yourself so hard. So when you go to sleep, you're doing a mitzvah. So why don't you be machaving and get yourself a mitzvah? And what are you eating already? Who's having a an omelet? A uh, uh, four egg omelet with with roasted uh, onion and uh, people who are grabbing a grabbing a granola bar maybe for breakfast. Uh, maybe a bowl of cereal. Maybe a banana. it's partial a lack of self-esteem to not understand that the the lives that we're living are lives that everything is already being done to support your learning to support your mitzvahs to support being a good husband a a good wife a good mother to raise Yiddish children These are all mitzvahs. It's crazy, not to hop all of this, not to turn it all to a mitzvah. That's number one to serve Hashem in these in these areas. We're doing everything right, Kamat. Nothing again. We said there is certain things that people have to work fix on, but we're doing most things right. And the reason is because because again, we don't have those challenges. I still remember. My grandfather telling me what it means to be hungry during World War II. He was hungry. For months on end, he would start you' dream about food, about getting some bread. He was going crazy. In that situation, and then some grim offer you some delicious fluff, some delicious tray for food. That's really hard. We don't have those challenges. The challenge by us is, why aren't you serving Hashem? In, in what you're doing. And, if you serve Hashem, if you do it as a mitzvah, so you be b'simcha. What's everybody walking around schlepping their feet around? With a moan and a groan. Oh, tired. It's be It should be. If you're doing mitzvahs all the whole day, you're having mitzvahs. From the moment you go to sleep, you got seven hours of mitzvah. Right away, you wake up. and wake up, oh, Unbelievable! I got seven hours of mitzvah right now. Learning, first thing in the morning is learning. Right. Then you got davening. Then you have breakfast, mitzvah, happen another mitzvah. The whole the whole day is, is 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 filled with them. People think, who am I? Who am I to Who am I to imagine? Who am I to think about the fact that I can serve Hashem the whole day? But the answer is, it's Loba it's not so far away. We have we have marvelous diamonds lying around in our day-to-day lives. You don't even have to change anything. What you're doing already, just hop it as an avoda and with a simcha. And that's the schus. We, if we do that, we start living like that, not only mikano Labo, but the entire Saver ban them that's lying on the on the on the judge's table right now, a full saver Bainanim them with all those breakfasts and all those sle- nights of sleep is all for grabs right now. So if I start sleeping with Shem Shemayim, I could go through every one of you. I could ask you some of you I could even tell right now are not getting enough sleep? yeah. But, but if, I, if I ask every single person in this room, how much sleep are you getting? Right? The answer is going to be, the bare minimum way I can, I can survive on, so I can serve Hashem. So it's a mitzvah. Make a bracha on it. You know that? Make a bracha before you go to sleep. You think about that? That's, that's the, that's the Eitzah that we want. That we want to walk into Yom Kippur with. That we should have been written in. That we should have been Zocha. That we should have been zochah lechaim by all that say for being written in for Chaim by dedicating ourselves. And It's a very simple thing. The very first Ramon in Shulchan Aruch. And, and it doesn't mean that a person has to envision the four letters, the tetragrammaton, the four letters of Hashem's name wherever he goes, like a superimposed screen. does It doesn't have to mean that. It just means that before I start doing an action, I say to myself, I'm doing this so that I can serve Hashem. Uh, I I would advise that bechol apachos, a few simple actions before going to sleep to be Mahavan on that. That way when a person wakes up, he feels already he's, he's already involved in the Volus Hashem. I, I, I spent the whole night doing it. Maybe before break before I have breakfast. Because breakfast is easy for sure, so you should have strength to serve. Hashem. Once people have started having, you know, brunch and lunch and what comes after lunch? Uh, tea, because there was tea. Tea time. There's tea, and then there's dinner. That's already that's already a shayla, you know. If you if, if you really need all 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 that food, but breakfast for sure it's a mitzvah. Again, if you can you know if you can keep the uh, keep the gourmet stuff for 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 Shabbos, you know, you're more simple. It's a mitzvah. Going to work, you hear it's on the Hashem, going to work right now. I'm going to work, it's a mitzvah. and then you besimcha for it. That would be the that would be the that Ramchal that is telling us that the entire geula of Klausrael is dependent on this, on this avoda pnimi, the actions, the outside, the external world is fixed up. It's all fixed up already. We see it. Hey, the whole world is ready for Mashiach. It, it, it's done. I mean, Baruch Hashem, in every way, every, everything is taken care of. We have the most beautiful tefillin. You have to decide, am I going you know, to not eat meat for the next six months so I can save up to buy a pair of tefillin? Am I going to keep on wearing these ones that are warped, that they look like the leading tower of Pisa, right? Baruch Hashem, everybody has gorgeous tefillin. The Olah is fixed up. It's all a pnimi that needs the biggest work, and the place to start is on converting the sefer abenim to to be to be written into the sefer tzadikim. Right now, lamafreya, all we can do is we can make it the sefer it will be written lachaim. That'll happen if we start now. Mikanul abod during the seriously we start that our. Part of our actions, our, our bainani actions, should be done with Shem Shemain, should be mitzvah, to be Zocha, to be Nuchtovim, Nuchtovim, Lachayim, Tovim, Mulisholm.